Hello. Welcome to Fed Talks, the podcast with no premise and even fewer production values. That was phrased badly. I'm trying a new microphone setup this week, so let me know if it works. I won't know because I can't stand to go back and listen because I'll want to edit everything out. How you guys doing? I waited for an answer. I don't know what I thought was going to happen there. Um, You know, it's been kind of a, not as weird as last week, but there's this sense of, of foreboding in the air yet. Uh, and, you know, what with... Uh, you know, the inauguration is next week, and I don't think any of us think that's going to go smoothly. Uh, and as a result, my anxieties are very high, and I've been kind of, I had kind of a, uh, I, I had a lot to deal with this week. None of your business. Leave me alone. Um, so instead of just going off off the cuff and hoping I land on something, um, this week, I think I'm going to talk about TV, which I've probably done three times in nine episodes, just really drilling on TV. But honestly, that's less often than I was expecting. So uh, literally bef- just before I started recording, I watched WandaVision, the, the first two episodes on Disney Plus, And uh, you know what? That's real good. Um, it might just be that it has been, uh, boy... There's not been a new Marvel thing for me to watch since when did Spider-Man come out? July. So it's, you know, it's been it's been a while, and so I'm I'm really hankering for something. But uh, this is a weird show. Uh, in case it's uh, Wanda, who uh, in the comics is called the Scarlet Witch, but they've never said that in the movies because honestly, that name sounds dumb when you say it out loud. Uh, Wanda and and the Vision, her robot boyfriend are in a like a black and white 50s sitcom and which is perplexing uh also perplexing is that uh vision died he's a robot but still he died he he died real bad in uh infinity war and didn't come back so it's and they're really there there's a lot of cool mystery stuff going on and i'm really enjoying it uh, I mean, I just watched the first two episodes seconds ago, so maybe I'll sleep on it and wake up and be like, no, it's dumb. But I really, I thought it was, I thought it was, it was good. Like I'm intrigued and it was a really good evocation of that sort of, those sort of Nick at Night sitcoms. And I thought it was cool that, uh, uh, like modern sitcom mainstays like, uh, like Deborah Jo Rupp and Fred Melamed are in it. Like, you see those people, you know you're watching a TV sitcom. And uh, Catherine Hahn is great. And, you know, nobody has ever said, you know who's funny? Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen. But they're really funny in this. I had a good time watching it. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go with it. Here's the... I kind of want to hear from somebody who's not a big old Dorcas who watched it. Because... Uh, just based on what we've seen, I think I can sort of identify the, the stories they're drawing from. Uh, it seems to kind of be based on, on, uh, Tom King's vision series from a couple years ago. And that terrible, uh, story John Byrne did in the eighties, which is his go-to story where a woman has to be punished for being too powerful. But, uh, as a result, I sort of feel like I, I know where it's headed, but I'm interested if, in people who 
even if you've watched all the movies, because these characters have not been super well-defined in the movies, but just don't have, like, decades of comics rattling around in their brain, like, what do you, what do you make of it? I'm, I'm, I'd be very, I'm very interested. Um, and if you are li- listening to this and, and fall into the category of people who watched WandaVision but are not... Uh, not familiar with the comics uh i i, I really would uh either dm me on on twitter or instagram or email fedtalks at yahoo.com i'm just interested in your thoughts uh and this is it's not like a a, a thing where i'm gonna tell you you're wrong because i know more than you do where i'll just having fun i you know i'm not one of those guys who thinks you have to read up before you can watch a tv show i'm just it seems to me like it might be kind of inaccessible to people who weren't who aren't familiar with the characters in a way that I don't think the movies have made possible yet. But maybe I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope this is kind of landing with people because it's, it's fun to see that Marvel is still doing something weird. Like their movies have this pressure to make a billion dollars every time. And uh, it's, it's fun to see this first streaming TV service be something, streaming TV service, streaming TV show, uh, be something just genuinely weird. So I, I, I would like to, I, I want to know what you think about WandaVision. Maybe I'll talk about it more in future weeks because it's, it does, it's kind of hitting that lost button for me where there, it feels like there's a mystery and we're going to dole out little pieces. Uh, I'll probably, I'm not going to talk about it every week unless I end up talking about it every week. Look guys, I don't have a plan for this show, but uh, hit me with your WandaVision thoughts. I'm genuinely interested in, in hearing how it's playing to non-dorks. And, uh, you know, obviously you're cool. So that sounded sarcastic. I didn't mean to. I was trying to make it sound like you're definitely cooler than me. And my voice just made that sarcastic. And that was not my intention. Stupid voice. Uh, A couple other things I have watched recently. Uh, I finally got to see Tenet, the uh, big time reversal movie that was supposed to save movie theaters. And it didn't because nobody really wants to go to movies yet. And it finally came out on, on, I got it on Blu-ray because I'm, I'm old and I still like physical media. And I've, I probably haven't bought a Blu-ray in, in a year, but I bought this one and I liked it, but I did not understand it. I had a very hard time tracking the action and figuring out who was backwards and who was forwards and where they were in relation to one another and it's sort of like, yeah, bring it on. Hit me. Show me what you got. I am on board. Uh, so it's it's hard to recommend because I, I don't totally understand everything that happened, but I liked watching all of it happen. Um, so it's a, it's a qualified recommendation. It also made me realize that Christopher Nolan might be my... He's definitely one of my favorite directors because... He's one of the very few people I will see anything they make. Like if Christopher Nolan has a movie, I'm going to see it. Uh, you know, same for the Coen brothers. They have, I've, I'm going to see it no matter what. You know, they're, you know, you pick somebody like, like Steven Spielberg. There's a bunch of Steven Spielberg movies I'm never going to see. You think I'm going to watch Ready Player One? Pfft, no. So... I'm not I'm not saying they're the best directors. I'm saying they're probably my favorites because I'll see anything they do. And uh, so, yeah, I get really excited about new Christopher Nolan stuff. And 
maybe this suffered because it sat it was out in a way that I couldn't see it for so long and as a result of it not being a big theatrical release when we could go to theaters it wasn't it didn't get a time to be like the focus of everybody's attention at the same time uh and I I sort of wish I well I definitely wish I lived in the world where we were able to go to movies but I think there would have been a lot more interesting discussion of it and I'm like actively avoiding discussion of it now, even though I feel like I have questions I want answered, but I don't want to read a Reddit thread about it. I watched it. I enjoyed it. I didn't totally understand it. Let me be. <laughs> I, I, I actively don't want other people's opinions at this phase in my life. It's a, it's a cool, uh, cool attitude I have. Uh, other things, the the big sort of Christmas streaming releases, uh, Wonder Woman 84 on HBO Max was, uh, whew, it is, it's complicated, man. Uh, did I like it? I think I liked it. I also don't think it was good, and I think both of those things are equally true. Um, also even not being very good, it's still like the third best of the modern DC movies. So the, you know, it's, it's kind of all over the place. Like, yeah, would I watch it before any of the Zack Snyder movies or Aquaman or Suicide Squad? Yeah. In a second. Uh, and it was fun and also a mess. And it might've been more fun to see it in a theater where people are getting excited about like, the scene that goes on forever where she's flying. And yeah, I know they're saying she can't fly. She rides wind currents. She changes direction. She's not riding wind currents. That's a dumb explanation. I don't know why they always have to do the Wonder Woman can't fly. She rides wind currents. Shut up. You're dumb. Just say she flies. It's fine. But that went on forever. And I don't know. I think like if people in, the, in a theater had been into it, I would have been into it too. Because I'm that easily influenced. And, uh, like, Kristen Wiig was super fun, even though she was doing exactly what Michelle Pfeiffer did in Batman Returns. Um, the Chris Pine stuff was kind of gross, even though I like Chris Pine a lot. It was kind of fun to bring him back. And, uh, obviously, uh, uh, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, Pedro Pascal is in the movie, and he... He plays Maxwell Lord, who is one of my favorite characters from the comics, who in the comics was not a genie. It's a very loose interpretation of Maxwell Lord. But uh, I spent the whole movie waiting for him to get a nosebleed. And when it happened, I cheered. It was so exciting. Uh, but uh, Pedro Pascal plays him. And this a guy at work was asking me about it. And he called Pedro Pascal, what's his name, Lopez? <laughs> Which... I'll be honest with you, feels kind of racist, but it just happened today and I have been thinking about it. I have been thinking about it all day. And along those lines, this came up for me this week and I, 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 I feel bad about it, but uh, a lot of times when I want to uh, tell my friends about something like an actor we liked from something is, is in a new show, uh, a lot of my friends aren't good at knowing the names of actors, so I just identify them by the character that they would be familiar with. And, you know, that 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 works fine. But 
uh, I was telling them something about Danny Pudi, and I, it doesn't feel right to just call him Abed. That feels racist. And I was saying it, I felt bad. Like, you know, and I, and I loved Abed, but it, it feels like something, somebody who was unfamiliar with the man and his work would just call him uh uh, I had a similar thing with uh, Michael Mando from from Breaking Bad because uh, my friend Rachel started watching Orphan Black and he's in the first season of that uh, and we were talking about it and uh, I just called him Nacho because that's again his name on on Better Call Saul which uh, which she watches and again felt a little racist it felt like a guy who was just like that's something a Trump guy would just call a person of Mexican descent, right? They just call him Nacho. And I felt bad. And so that was me being accidentally racist twice this week, I think. It was not intentional, but uh, I guess the lesson is uh, give your actors of color non-traditional names. Like, just imagine uh, uh, Tom... I was going to say Tom Cruise, and I was thinking Ted Cruz. <laughs> But <laughs> I made him Tom, Ted Cruz or, or, or Donald Trump or, you know, one of those, one of those absolute turds just calling out that character's name and does it sound racist? If so, name him something else. It'll, I don't know, man, do what you want. I don't have any say in this. Uh, that got real off, uh. Here's th- you know what, this might be boring, but here's, here's a problem with Wonder Woman. Uh, with the movies, and I think the the first movie was the best movie DC has done, and this one, which I only thought was kind of good, is still probably the third best. With the caveat that I haven't seen Birds of Prey yet, and I will never see Justice League. Uh, the they started things with Man of Steel, the the murder Superman movie, which I could talk about at length at a later date. And the whole point of that is Superman is like nothing they've ever seen before and the world doesn't know how to deal with it. And he's got the government and the army freaked out. And uh, then you can sort of tell that was not meant to be the beginning of a shared universe because almost right after that, you establish that Wonder Woman has been around for a hundred years. <laughs> like, So now they're in this position where they've done two Wonder Woman flashback movies and she has to be either lost to the mists of time or can't play a pivotal role in events because people have to not know she exists in, in 2016. And it sort of would have been cooler if they had just, you know, they'd put any thought into it and said, Wonder Woman was the first, first superhuman in this world. I think that would have been, that would have been a neat twist, but you know, they, they made two whole movies about how unique Superman is and then uh, established Wonder Woman had been there for a hundred years. And there's also so many superpowered villains that they have to have a special prison for them. And there's a 6,000 year old witch on the government payroll and uh, Superman's actually like the last superhuman. Uh, man, I got issues with the DC movies. And it's sad because I love the DC universe so much. If the DC universe were a person, it'd be like my third best friend. And those movies, woof. 
Uh, the other thing, and I don't have much to say about uh, Soul, the Pixar movie, which I thought was delightful. I thought it was great. I think they did a good job of not telling you what it was really about. Um, it also maybe hits differently to people who are good at things because there's so much of it about finding your uh, your purpose and your, your, your joy and being in the zone. And, you know, I'm watching this going, man, I'm never going to see that zone. Uh, but I really liked it. And I didn't even know Tina Fey was in it. She's like the second lead. Um, I thought it was great. I know there's been some backlash, but I have not looked into it because I enjoyed it and I don't want to not enjoy it. And that's one thing the pandemic has done is made me much less interested in media criticism. It's which is not great when I have a TV website that costs me money every month. But yeah, I, I don't need to know what other people think. I mean, friends, sure. Tell me what you thought about soul. I, I don't need to read a think piece. I'm putting myself out of business. I know here I am talking on a podcast about what I thought about a movie and saying, I don't need to hear what people think about movies. Look, we're restructuring a lot of things right now. Uh, I kind of came into this episode not really knowing what the deal was going to be. Uh, but yeah, I thought so. I really liked soul. It was good. I stand, I stand by that. Um, well, you know what? I started watching Cobra Kai. Cobra. I mean, I've started watching the new season and it's, I enjoy that show and I have very little memory of the Karate Kid because I don't think I've seen it since it was in theaters. Uh, so it's been, you know, it's it's been a while. But like the parts I like about the show are, are Johnny being a sad middle-aged man who doesn't know how computers work and children having having public karate fights that adults are powerless to stop. And everything else about that is... Uh, Everything else but that, I sort of lose interest. Like the, I can never remember if the character's name is Cove or Crease because one of them is the actor's name and one is the character's name and they might as well be the same name. Um, like I'm not super interested in the in his cartoonish supervillainry and I don't even care that much about Daniel going to Japan to find himself. I just want Johnny to keep screwing up his life. That's the part that's entertaining. There's that bit where I th thought he was going to bully <laughs> bully the kid with a spinal injury into walking again. That was really funny. What I'm saying is there's some good TV out there. Uh, the new season of Disenchantment just hit. I haven't even watched it yet, and I'm talking into a microphone. That's a, that's a good show. Uh, boy, I really thought I was going to talk about TV for longer, and I am. I've, I've tapped out the things I've watched that are worth talking about. I'm not going to talk about BattleBots again. Uh, although, holy smokes, there's a BattleBots spinoff series just on Discovery Plus, And I, I think they got me. Uh, I'm about to go all streaming anyway. So, so uh, yeah, that's, that's on the menu now. You don't think I'm going to watch a second BattleBots? What are you kidding me? Um, I don't have any plans for how to fill up the rest of the time because I thought I would say more about WandaVision. And I actually, I this isn't a WandaVision recap podcast. There's probably 10 of them. There's probably 10 of those already. And I'm in no shape to do that. I'm very sorry that I just burped into them. 
I tried to do it away from the microphone. Uh, I know it was not a good sound. Look, there's like two weeks until the book about how to be a better podcaster comes out. And once that comes out, we're going to get through this. And uh, this will be a professional slick product. But right now, I'm going to take a drink which and figure out what to talk about for another few minutes, which means it's time for a word from our sponsor. Our sponsor this week is Raisinbox, a very expensive service that brings the best raisins to your door. No, of course it's not. I'm not shilling for any useless food delivery service. No, our sponsor is teasedbysummer.com, my favorite place for t-shirts. And folks, I have a lot of t-shirts. Most, most of the ones historically have superhero logos on them. But for the last year, no siree. I, I, haven't, I haven't bought a single superhero t-shirt. I still got some Batman t-shirts in the rotation, but they are not coming up as often as they used to. Although, you know what? I'm going to confess this. I think we, we're going to be honest with each other. I've really been trying to get a shirt with the current Batman logo with sort of the bigger bat with just the yellow outline, not the full yellow emblem, just the, the yellow outline. I think that's a, a cool design and I haven't seen it on a shirt yet. But, uh, uh, that's, that's really, really can't even get into that here because it's, it's not like, uh, it's not like you're going to be able to get that shirt on, on, on Tease by Summer because honestly, Warner Brothers would probably want to have words with her. You know, they're probably chill in some aspects, but making your own Batman logo shirts, I think they're gonna, they're gonna come to your house. They're owned by AT&T now. And, uh. I'll be honest with you, AT&T has sort of gutted the place, but that's a topic for another episode. Right now, we're celebrating good shirts. And uh, as we've discussed in the past, over at Teased by Summer, she's doing a, a shirt for every sketch in season one of I Think You Should Leave. Uh, last week, I said one of the ones I was looking most forward to was the was the hot dog sketch. That one went up this week. I'm, I wished it into being. Uh, much like... Much like Wonder Woman 84, I must have said that in the presence of Maxwell Lord. Who's <laughs> played by what's-his-name Lopez. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't get over that. Uh, you know what? Every, this is, I, I've, I, I think I've talked about, about our, our wonderful sponsor on, on maybe every episode so far. Maybe every episode since the second. I, I don't remember. Uh, I'll check the wiki. I'll check the wiki. But uh, you know, what? there I got a couple. I got a couple new shirts this week. I got the the first, the the newest ones from the, from the I think you should leave collection with the the door that opens both ways and the the whoopee cushion and they look great. Like you see them on the website and it's like, oh yeah, that's that looks nice. That's a, that's that's good art. But man those things pop in person the 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 art is big and it really jumps out it looks they really look great uh i say i say this seriously uh i am i am not a paid endorser which will shock you and uh uh look i don't mean to blow anybody's mind but uh i'm 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 friends with tees by summer but also 
I would not sit here every week and say these shirts are awesome if they weren't awesome. Because somebody, what if somebody bought one and it looked bad? And, you know, I'd still say, it, I'd tell them they were wrong because that's what friends do. But I I genuinely, it's, man, they're so good. I just, I just like these, the, some of the new ones have, have, have like just these really clean, bold designs that look awesome. They sort of, they kind of remind me of, uh, uh, you know, ba- uh, Batman, the animated series, the, the one from the nineties where it was like this really sort of stripped down, uh, lookless, really cool sort of, uh, like just really clean and, and just, you know, every time there's going to be a character on that show, you'd be excited to see what they were going to look like in this style. And that's kind of how I feel about these, the, these shirts, especially the, the, I think you should leave collection because you know, all the sketches, you know, what's coming up. I've, I'm excited to see what's, what's going to come out and how they're going to look. Uh, I say this as a, as a man who has stopped buying superhero t-shirts uh, Teased by Summer is putting out my my favorite favorite designs. They're really good. Uh, so the the Etsy will take you to the Etsy store. Uh, I know in most of the country it's too cold to really buy t- to wear t-shirts. Uh, so either get yourself a nice nice present for when the thaw comes, or at the very least hit the heart button, make it a favorite because that's going to help the algorithm and. Uh, I say that a lot. I don't know that that's true. I assume it must be. There must be a reason they're keeping track of favorites. So let's uh, let's just help out. Good person, good shirts, good site. Come on, man. Buy some shirts. Teasebysummer.com. They're great. And not to steal the Frosted Flakes slogan, just regular great 1R, not 7. This might not even count as an anecdote, but... It's not like uh, I can go anywhere or do anything, so it's the really the wrong time to have a podcast where I just do unstructured talking because I have no new experiences unless I want to talk about work, and that's really just going to be uh, about how a, a frankly alarming number of my coworkers are uh, uh, really hoping that inauguration day is disrupted. And uh, also somebody at Human Resources thinks Pedro Pascal's name is What's-His-Name Lopez. <laughs> Guys, it's not great. <laughs> I need to rethink some things. But uh, one of the few places I go is the laundromat because my dryer broke right at the beginning of the pandemic. And it hasn't felt... Appliances have been kind of hard to get intermittently throughout this whole thing, and... It hasn't felt super great to have people just come in and install stuff. And also, dryers are expensive. You know, spending a dollar ninety-five at the laundromat every week—it's uh, going to take a long time for it to add up to the cost of a a dryer. But uh, this week at the laundromat, something. You know, I've been going there every Saturday for about eight, nine months now. And uh, I never really thought about it, but on one picture is a, or on one wall is a giant framed picture of coffee beans. <laughs> and they don't, 
they don't have coffee. They don't sell coffee. There isn't a table for free coffee. They just have coffee beans. Uh, and if you if you want to go to my Instagram, it's EJ underscore Fettus. Uh, there's a picture of, of me with this giant picture of coffee beans. And I think somewhere in town there must be a... Uh, a coffee shop with a picture of laundry on the wall and they just made a mistake or else it's a clue. Uh, there used to be a local scavenger hunt that some radio station would put on and like there'd be upside down billboards around town that, that pointed you in the right direction and it got really intricate. And I wonder if that's a relic of those days. Like you had to match the coffee shop up to the laundromat. It is obviously not a rep. They would have dealt with that by now, it, but it's what it reminds me of when I was a kid and just there'd suddenly be a billboard that was upside down or, or like a sign with just patently false information on it. Ah, but that was, that was the event of the week for me was going to the laundromat and realizing that a picture is funny. It hasn't been a great week guys. And I'm, I'm genuinely worried next week will be worse. I do not think we're getting through Wednesday clean. Uh, and even if we do, we're still a mess, man. Like, everybody seems to think there's just going to be a beam of sunshine that's going to come down and everything will be fixed and Trump will go to jail. And it's nothing. It's going to be the same country the next day. I mean, maybe we'll be getting more vaccinations out there. Maybe we'll be turning back some outright evil. But it's going to take a long time and everything's divided and everybody hates each other. And it's just going to... We're going to have to settle in. And that's, you know, just assuming that nothing bonkers happens on that day. And and why would it? Everybody involved learned that there are virtually no consequences for attempting to overthrow the government. So clearly they wouldn't attempt it a second time. I depressed myself. So uh, that's what's going on in my head these days. Uh, I'm, I'm very... I, I hope next week I'll be able to talk about something that's not TV and, you know, just be able to, to, to focus on things a little more. But right now I'm sort of diving big time into not acknowledging the outside world. Um, so let's see. Um, man, I'm bringing this one in at close to the 30 minute mark, which I usually strive for. And then I talk too long at the end and everything falls apart. So I'm going to wrap this one up pretty quickly. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, you can go, uh, you can tweet at me, uh, at EJ Fettis. Uh, I think you can DM me. I might have to approve it. I don't know. Nobody DMs me. Like one person DMs me. Maybe, I don't know, man. We'll see. You got something to say? Say it to me. I'm not really checking Twitter or tweeting maybe, maybe more than like once a day. But uh, I'll see my mentions. Let me know. And like I said, I really want to, if non-dorks have, I want to hear what non-dorks are thinking about uh, WandaVision. Or anything, really. Get some non-dork talk in here. Uh, you can also reach me at fedtalks at yahoo.com. Um, Instagram, which I already said because I think a picture on there is funny, but it's EJ underscore Fetus. Um, I picked up multiple followers in the last week, which is weird because I don't really post. I only ever like one person's posts, one person and one dog. Uh, 
anybody else on Instagram, even if I enjoy something you posted, I just sort of committed to this. There's, there's one person I like and one dog. I follow more dogs. I follow so many dogs, guys. Um, there's some cats in there too. Don't worry. I follow pets. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. Those are the places. Uh, also go to teasebysummer.com, buy something or at least like the store and get it, get a, uh, you know, help it land on that, that Etsy front page. Uh, and you know what? That's all I got. Let's just hope everything goes through, uh, without a hitch this week. Uh, hopefully I am in a better emotional space when I talk to you next week. Otherwise, I will just talk more about TV. I'm going to watch Disenchantment now, so maybe that's what we'll talk about. The cartoon about fairy tales. Uh, it's actually real good. It's Matt Groening. I mean, Matt Groening. Come on. Every... Matt Groening is weird in that I do feel like I don't like his work all that much, but every TV show he's created is brilliant. You know, the, the Simpsons, Futurama, and Disenchantment. That's a solid... But I... Like, I feel like Matt Groening, like, Matt Groening himself, the stuff he actually makes, I mean, he's, he wrote one episode of The Simpsons in 30 seasons. That one, it's a pretty good episode, but it's also one episode. Like, you know, his Life in Hell comics, I, they're fine. They don't really do much for me. I sort of like the idea that they exist more than I like actually reading them. So yeah, there's this there's this big discrepancy between how much I like the things Matt Groening creates and then lets other people and then has other people develop and the stuff that he makes himself. Um, I don't. Oh yeah, because I was talking about Disenchantment, but the point is Disenchantment's real good. Eric Andre's on it; he's very funny. Uh, that's all I got. You guys, be be nice to yourselves. Wear a mask. We're gonna get through this. Some days I'm not sure, but this week I'm feeling it was a bad week, but I feel like we're still going to get through it. Let's let's everybody wear a mask and get vaccinated so I can go to California again. That's really the important part, right? Also so that everybody can be safe and well. I have a, a lot of family members and friends have uh have have taken ill. Uh I don't know many people, so I'm not directly touched by it, but you know, I'm second degree. See, thought I was going to bring this one in on time, and then I rambled. Just wait till I... Look, I'm excited about the book about being a better podcaster, but I'm also worried that, like, page one, the advice is going to be have an engaging personality and a pleasant voice. And then it's like, well, I'm done. And if that happens, then this will... I'll turn this into a Twitch stream where you can just watch me play Hades. Everybody cool with that? Man, I should have talked about Hades. Everybody's talking about that game, and it's real fun. Um, no, we're going to end it. We're going to end it all. Not end it all. That sounded dramatic. Look, once again, I've made a mess of the ending. Thanks for listening. I hope to, you'll pop back up next week. And in the meantime, you can buy some T-shirts or tell me your thoughts on television. We've covered all this. Just get out there. These are action items. I need you to, I need you to hold up your end of the bargain. Thanks. You look very nice today. Bye.